Hey, hey, mamas. It's your girl, Marissa, here with the official Midwest Mama podcast, a production of the only all-women curated local publication, Midwest Mama magazine. When you tune into our all-new podcast, you can expect to hear from inspiring local women who are leading businesses, running and starting businesses, mothers and non-mothers alike. And we are here to share stories that will inspire, encourage, and empower each of us to realize our own potential. We invite you to come along with us as we hear and learn from women who are tackling big goals and big dreams, facing both familiar and unfamiliar challenges. We're going to be dropping new episodes on you at least monthly, and you can always find them for free wherever you get your podcasts. Or you can always visit us at MidwestOHMama.com. Hey, mamas, it's your girl Marissa here. Welcome to our latest episode of the official Midwest Mama podcast. Today, we are going to light up your ears. Can you do that? Yes. Yes, we can do that. That is the thing because you are going to hear from three incredible ladies who are here to join us to tell us all the things about the shopping market industry. This little mama went to market. And let me tell you, no mama or piggy, should stay home from the all-new mustard seed market that is coming to Greater Cincinnati's east side this spring at the end of April, April 29th and 30th. And here to tell us all about this new venture, the mustard seed market, we are welcoming back Sarah Cox of Rustic Grains. Hey, Sarah. Hello. Hi. And we are also joined by two dope businesswomen who are going to be participating in the mustard seed market. Uh, Ashley Felthouse with Annabelle Arthur Boutique. Hey, Ash. Hey. Hey, hey. <laughs> as well as Amber Sporeleader of Queen City Cotton Candy. What's up, girl? Hey, girl. You guys, <laughs> these ladies are so bubbly and so happy. Uh, it just so happens that um, both of them are featured in the Midwest Mama magazine along with Sarah. And um, if you flip through the pages of the magazine, like both of their photos just literally pop off the page. They're just really fun. So eventually we have a plan to maybe start filming uh, these podcasts, but for now you'll just have to imagine how adorable everybody is in this room right oh, now. So nice. <laughs> well, cool. Why don't we get this thing started? Uh, Sarah, tell us all about Rustic Grain's new venture, the all new mustard seed market that's happening at the end of April and lay the foundation for people. What the heck is a market anyway? So Rusty Grains, we are veteran vendors. We have been in the vendor world for probably the last seven, eight years since we started our business. We have done so many markets, like 20 plus markets a year up until the last couple years. And so we know kind of how markets run, what people are looking for when they come, the creatives behind it. So my husband and I this last year prayed a lot about it at the end of fourth quarter. And it was a very quick snap decision. Like, this is what we're doing. We're running with it. We don't know all the ifs, ands, and buts, but we feel like it's what we're supposed to do. So we are bringing um, the mustard seed market to the east side of Cincinnati over at the Claremont County Fairgrounds in Owensville at the end of this month. And we are so happy. Um, we're so excited for the market. We have so many great vendors that are going to be there, like the two vendors here with us today. Um, and we just can't wait for you guys to see it. So if you don't know what a market is, a market is a um, collection of vendors and small businesses, mom and pop, maybe single family, maybe a stay-at-home mom that could be homeschool, like all the collection of all these small businesses that come together to bring you their goods, things that you can't find just every place else. They're 
um, unique items uh, that they have a passion for. They love making them. They love creating them. They love selling them. Um, they truly have a passion for the business that they have and what they're doing and providing to their customers. So that's what a market is, is a collection of all these unique vendors that we bring in one spot that you can come and shop for a weekend and just have fun. Bring your girlfriends, bring your family, and just have fun and create experiences with whoever you bring. That's awesome. It's awesome. I'm excited about the mustard seed market. Yeah, because um, you didn't even know what markets I didn't. were. <laughs> That's why I'm so like intent on making sure that I ask that question up front because I think sometimes people take for granted that people know what these things are and they are so fun. Yeah. Like it's been really fun to see behind the scenes. Like you just mentioned before we actually got started here that we are almost at capacity, mm -hmm. um, which means that there are nearly 80 different vendors that are going to be located in one spot five and acres. Yep. on five acres. And so the market is running on both Friday and Saturday. Um, and something that is, I think, pretty unique about this market is that it's actually happening all indoors. And if anybody around town knows anything about markets, all of them are outside yeah. and it it's, you know, rain or shine. And, you know, if it's raining, probably people aren't going to come or whatever it is. So it's just really awesome that all 80 vendors are going to be located indoors. Um, so tell us a little bit more about the market. Um, so you're actually hand selecting the vendors and why are you yeah. doing that? We want to make sure that the vendors there, um, we, we don't have a bunch of the same type vendors, you know, because there's there's people that sell the same things that Rustic Grain sells. There's people that sell, nobody sells cotton candy like you. <laughs> <laughs> there's people that sell women's clothing, you know, there's, there's boutiques, there's everything. So we want to make sure that the vendors that you see are different. Every booth that you walk into is going to be a different booth, a different feel, a different vibe, and you're going to see the uniqueness in every booth that you visit. So we have everything from women's clothing, we have baby kids clothing, we have food, like bites, bakery. We have all kinds of food trucks. We have home decor. We have vintage. We have antiques. Like we have all the things. All the things are going to be at this market that you could ever want. It's going to be so cool. It's going to be great. Um, and uh, they have been running um, point behind the scenes now, as you mentioned, since December and have been going nonstop. 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 Um, and there's still tons to do, but um, the creativity behind it is really going to drop some jaws. I'm just yeah. saying people need to get there and see um, this vision that you've had come to life. So in addition to it just being a shopping market, you also talked a lot about um, in, your, in your article um, about wanting to create relationships mm -hmm. and really trying to, to create an experience for vendors who are participating, not just customers, not just people who are shopping at the market, but create an actual experience for vendors who are participating. Why is that close to your heart? So we've been, like I had said earlier, we've been vendors for a really long time and we know the struggles of being a small business. It's just my husband and I and our kids. So when we go to these big events and there's thousands of people coming in the door, you don't have time for a bathroom break. You don't have time to go and grab a snack. Like you might need a roll of quarters and you don't have any place to get a roll of quarters. So we want to bring an experience that 
we've not seen collectively in a market altogether that we can provide our vendors food for their tummies. You know, if they need a snack, if they need water, if they need drinks, we're going to have a whole entire vendor hospitality crew that's walking around all the barns, checking in on all the vendors, making sure that they're taken care of. If you need a bathroom break, you text this number and they'll come stand in your booth for you and make sure that your customers are still greeted and friendly and they're taken care of whenever they come into your booth. So vendor hospitality is a true passion of ours because we are vendors, you know, so we... We really want to knock it out of the ballpark when it comes to our vendors and making them feel appreciated because without vendors attending our show, we wouldn't have a show. You know, it really takes all the vendors and what they have to bring to the market um, to make it successful. And we realize that and want to show them how much we appreciate them. So how does that strike the two of you? You might be hearing that for the first time, uh, being new participants, having never participated in the mustard seed market. From sitting on the other side of the fence, how does that make you feel when you hear Sarah talking about wanting to create like true vendor hospitality? Actually, I was thinking about this while you were talking. Um, it's so funny that Ashley's here because one market we did together... Um, I had to go to the bathroom so bad, and she came over <laughs> to say hi. I was working by myself that day. She had her mom to kind of help her that day, and um, she came over her. to say hi. <laughs> and then I'm like, wait, can you just, like, take my phone yeah. and, like, use my square? I just have to go to the bathroom real fast. And then make a sale. Just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, like, seriously. And, you know, a lot of markets like that, you don't have anything like that. And there's been days where it's been so hot out and you know, I didn't plan the best. So like I was by myself and I've like almost passed out because it's so hot. We have no breaks, no, no one to come be like, Hey, do you need some water? Yeah. It's it's just like, that is amazing. And I, I'm getting so excited hearing you talking about that. Yeah. (laughs) I've only ever been to one other market that offers like one, like they offer like a like a donut or something, you yeah. know what I mean? Which is awesome. Um, but that's like, you know, out of all the ones I've done, no one has ever done that before. Well, our motto behind this market for customers and vendors are like, are how can we fill your tummies, fill your cars and fill like create memories and experiences for you. So like we're really focusing on that motto when we're talking about our customer experience and our vendor experience. So like when you guys are setting up, like you all get lunch, like there'll be lunch provided to you. So Ooh. like... Tummies are important. They are. And when tummies get hungry, we all get hangry, and it's not yes. fun. So We all know that. We talked about that before we walked in today. I, I said, I need something to eat or else I'm going to yell at you on the podcast. That's why I walked in eating pretzels. <laughs> oh, well, I can already tell, uh, Sarah, that you're not just trying to create a new market experience. It sounds to me like you're trying to create... Um, an inclusive community of vendors that have each other's backs, whether that's, hey, girl, I got to go pee. (laughs) Or, you know what, do you need help setting up? Or, you know, who knows what it is, you know? And I think that's actually a really cool tie-in to uh, what Midwest Mama is really all about. This magazine, this platform was created um, to provide a space for women in business um, to learn from one another, to be able to depend on one another, um, and to be able to be authentic and vulnerable with one another because none of us can grow, none of us can get better if we're not honest with ourselves and with each other. Um, and that doesn't have to mean that we're tearing each other down. In fact, it really means that we're building each other up. 
Um, and not to get all like cliche, but it sounds like that's what you're trying to do yeah. um, with uh, this all new market experience. Yeah, we've created so many vendor relationships over the last years. And those relationships through our thick and our thin, our obstacles and our you know ups and downs of our business have really what we have been what we have been able to rely on to help support us and help encourage us and be our you know cheering behind like you had said your air cheer behind the mic you know like those are the relationships that mean so much and we really want to create an environment where you do become best friends with your vendor next door you do you know form those relationships at this market because they're so important they're so important. They are. They are. Well, let's dig into, um, we're going to talk more about the market and the different experiences that Sarah and Daniel have um, come up with for not just, you know, women like me that want to go shopping, but families as a whole. Um, So we'll get into that in a little bit. But I wanted to learn a little bit about Ashley and Amber's businesses. Um, So let's get started uh, with you, Ash. Okay. Um, Okay. I want to know all about Annabelle Arthur Boutique and all about you and what your passion is for fashion. So I, um, I'm married. I have four children. So obviously stay really busy with the little ones. So, you know, middle school to baby. So yeah, we stay, we stay pretty busy with, with the kiddos, but for me, um, Annabelle Arthur honestly is just the result of pretty much like a lifelong passion for fashion. Honestly. Um, I know I mentioned it in the magazine, uh, that truthfully, I feel like my love for fashion, um, stemmed from when I saw Clueless in elementary school. I saw that movie, and from that moment on, I was hooked to, I, I was hooked on to unique fashion. And, yes. Oh, it, I mean, <laughs> that movie, I, it did it for me, like, ever since I saw that, me which too, is girl. so crazy. <laughs> but, I mean, I remember I bought the knee highs, you know, I bought the jelly sandals. I was, I was rocking it in fifth grade. Um, so, honestly, like, I was just, I had an obsession with fashion and just kind of, like, bold fashion and, and trying to find like unique pieces. So I feel like Annabelle Arthur like is the cultivation of all of that where I, I try to, it's a curated collection of kind of unique um, and fun boutique finds. So you'll find that when you shop Annabelle Arthur as well as um, I do kind of do some handmade embroidery pieces as well just to have like a handmade aspect in there um, because, you know, there are some ideas for certain sweatshirts and things that I want to see that I was like, why don't I just make these myself? Yeah. You know, and I love the embroidery because the quality, they hold up so well. Yeah. I was going to say, um, if, if you're not a local listener, uh, we just like almost won the Super Bowl. <laughs> and, but, um, I was like, you know, stalking some of your, your pages and stuff. And she did the cutest the most adorable embroidered, like, I don't know if it said who day or who day. Yeah. Yes. Oh, you guys just, just go out to her, her Insta <laughs> stories you can see. And they're like, when you think embroidery, don't think like, um, embellished college, like yes. you know, like frat letters. No, like dainty floral. Just, I need you to go look at her, her Insta feed so oh. that you can get a feel for um, the embroidery because it's, it is really unique and you can tell that it's handmade. You can tell that, that a lot of the pieces that you could curate from, from her boutique are one of a kind because she's actually making them for you. So <laughs> it's pretty cool. Well, I appreciate you said that because mm-hmm. that, honestly, that's what I was going for because I'm, as a consumer, I know what I look for and I don't, 
honestly, when I'm looking for like a sweatshirt for a team or something, I don't want it to be super busy. You know, I want it to just be a little detail. So that's why I kind of went for the small little hoodie. Keep it classy. And that was my bestseller to date of anything. I wow. Mean, I, had, I had to Whoa. turn off the sales of those because I was like, I'm not going to have time to yeah. make X amount of sweatshirts. But, Before Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, right, right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had a week to make, you know, X amount of sweatshirts, but it was, it was so much fun. And it was just so fun to see, you know, everybody's so excited about it. And I, I just, I mean, I enjoy that piece of it being the handmade portion. And, but for me, I'm like, I truly have a love for boutique clothing as well. So you'll see a lot of that in my, in my setup at the market as well. Yeah, that's <laughs> cool. And I think that's one of the cool things about shopping markets, right? Is that you're going to go there and, um, you're not going to find you know, that cute shirt that everybody just bought from Target, (laughs) you know, you're going to find something and probably, and not to be funny, it's probably going to be better quality and it's probably not going to be as expensive as buying retail. So just keep that in mind. Spring is here. There's like, I, so it's hard, like even being inside right now know, to record this podcast sandals. because yeah. like dress. it is <laughs> gorgeous outside right now. And so it's time to shed those winter blues and there's going to be tons of cute things for you to buy to wear at the mustard seed market. Mm. Oh, so sorry, guys. Am I, am I interrupting your podcast listening pleasure with my snacking? I couldn't help it. I had to jump in real quick and tell you guys about my favorite snack. Have you ever tried Hen of the Woods kettle chips? If big and bold flavors are your thing, then I highly recommend you get your hands on some Hen of the Woods kettle chips. They're locally produced and Hen of the Woods even helped us produce this local podcast. So the next time you're in a snacking mood and you're wondering what to get, head out to your local grocery store, your local corner store, wherever you get your favorite chips and check out Hen of the Woods or visit henofthewoodsotr.com. Okay, back to your listening pleasure. I'll get back to my chips. But there's not just going to be things to wear. There's also going to be awesome things to eat. (laughs) So Amber, tell us about your sweet little business. Yeah, my baby, Queen (laughs) City Cotton Candy. So um, I started Queen City Cotton Candy in 2020, the year that's like everyone, yeah, everyone's like, why everybody do you wants do cotton that? candy, right? <laughs> right. Weird. And I was just about to say, like, happy. I think yes. everybody wanted a little bit of joy in their lives. Yeah. Okay. So here, everyone's like, what gave you the idea? And genuinely, this is like for real. I just kind of saw something like it on Instagram, like a year before, and. I kind of just like stalked and stalked and stalked for a whole year. I was like obsessed with this cotton candy idea. And I remember bringing it up to some like old friends and they are like, that's kind of dumb. Like what is, like what? You can't they really They had do- no idea. Yeah. Oh, look at, yeah. It's like, come on. <laughs> but um, seriously though, um, I, I don't know. I just had this like infatuation with it and I was kind of in a dark place, honestly, like, um, when I did start it, I like had... a lot of people were yes, in 2020. Like, e- exactly. No, no jokes, you know, no, all jokes aside. Mm-hmm. Yes, know? definitely. I, I was kind of, I was back and forth um, in between living with my mom and I lived with my sister in South Carolina for a little bit. I moved back. I was doing some graphic design um, on the side. I went to college for that. And I just really wasn't happy doing that. I literally was like living in my mom's basement, like, you know, that kind of cliche thing, um, which is fine. I'm I'm so grateful I could do that because I know a lot of people don't have that um, option. And 
I was like laying in bed one night, like 3 a.m., scrolling on Instagram as you do, and couldn't sleep. And I'm like crying in bed. I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. Like this sucks, you know, all this stuff. And, um, I like saw it again and I'm like, you know what? I, I had like, I don't even know how much I had probably like $400 to my name from my unemployment. And I was like, I'm going to buy this cotton candy machine. I'm just going to try it, see if I like it. And then that same week I got it in the mail, I set up in my stepdad's barn and I started doing it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, my first ever cone I made was like perfect. I was like, I think this is a sign because I don't know if you guys have Um, tried to make cone candy. uh, I have. (laughs) And it is a hot mess. Like it's so much harder than it looks. It it really is. Like if you listen, people, if you've never tried to like make cotton candy or like a funnel cake, like it's there's actually an art to it, you guys. Yeah. So I was like, wow. Um, I guess I have this like weird gift. And um, so I instantly, like, I I remember all in one night, I came up with the name Queen City Cotton Candy. I came up with my logo. I made my Instagram, my Facebook, all that. Like, sitting in this barn, like, in the middle of the night. Great things come for garages and barns. Yeah. A lot of us, that's where we started. Uh, Yeah. And I'm like, Uh, Apple. Yeah. Harley Davidson. All the things. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, I posted on Instagram, and it was, like, crazy. Like, instantly blew up, and I'm like, whoa, this is crazy. Like people are coming out of the woodwork supporting me, you know, people from high school, from my hometown, like random people I've met. And since then I, I booked my first event. It was an, um, outdoor hocus pocus watch party. And like till this day, she, the woman who booked it is like one of my best customers every year. We kind of do the same thing. So since then it has kind of like hit the ground running. That's so cool. Um, how can people engage with queen city cotton candy? What can you provide? Okay. So first of all, you can rent our cart. It's like a cute little, uh, white wooden top cart with an umbrella. You can rent it for parties, weddings, um, you know, anything. And that includes um, us there spending it live. You can pick your own flavors, all that stuff. And then we also make party favors. So any kind of thing. I just, I did cakes. I just started them. They were a hit. So I posted that and then I got an email like, hey, I'm with um, Cincinnati Magazine. Can I do an article? I'm like, sure. Absolutely. Posted that. And then all of a sudden, like it kind of like not viral, but like for me it did. It was like, I had like, 40 cake orders in like two days. And I was like, oh my God. So besides the cakes, I do like little cupcakes too. And um, little bags. We do tubs. Kind of anything you can think of. I will try. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like, so yeah, we do. Party favors are very, very popular. and um, Because yeah, you could do them for whether you're talking about kids, birthdays, or weddings, or launch parties. So I really feel like kind of the the sky's the limit. So yeah. Uh, Ashley, tell me um, what your vision is for your booth at the Mustard Seed Market. So I know your boutique. Um, give us, I'm sure you already know some of the inventory you're going to have there. Just describe some of the pieces because I know you talked about um, looking for and filling Annabelle Arthur with unique things. Yeah, so I obviously, like I said, I love unique and bold pieces. But to be quite honest, I kind of, I feel like I tamed that a little bit for the upcoming markets because what I came to realize, I'm like, you know, some of those pieces are really fun, but you can't wear them just every day. So I I did try to get a lot more items that I feel like you could wear a lot of different ways 
like more, you know, solid colored pieces that you could wear with different accessories and things like that. So you can get more use out of it. Um, So I did try to focus on pieces where you can get, you know, multiple uses out of them and, and not just wear them, you know, to one event one time. Yeah. Accessories? You're doing some I accessories? I do. Or? Yeah. I actually, um, I recently went to, uh, there's different apparel markets that take place throughout the year um, where a bunch of vendors come. And so they take place in like Atlanta. Um, there's ones in Vegas. So I actually just went to the one in Vegas in February with my mom and it was the greatest experience ever because it's all these different clothing and accessory vendors and they come with samples. So fun. So fun. Like it was literally, so I was like a kid in a candy store. Yeah. And the nice thing about it is because, you know, when you're ordering online, sure, it looks great in that picture and it looks great on that model. And then you get it in and you're like, this is not what I expected. I don't love it. The quality is not great. So I pretty much everything I'm bringing to the markets are things that I picked out in Vegas that I saw, felt, tried on and love, you know, 100%. Um, So don't get me wrong. There are some fun, unique and funky pieces in there, but I did also try to get more, you know, pieces that I feel like you can wear every day because like I said, I'm a mom of four kids and I I certainly don't have the time to get like decked out and dressed up every day. Yeah. You know, so a lot of times I might be throwing on a pair of leggings with like, you know, a cute button up top or something like that. So or a cute sweatshirt or with a embroidery cute on it. Sw- yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um so I did try to keep all of that in mind because I I mean my customers, I have, you know, younger customers who are in high school. I have older customers who are grandmothers and things like that. So I just really try to find pieces that are kind of suitable for all ages, all sizes, and things like that. Lots of fun accessories, lots of fun boutique clothing. Um, I will have some of my embroidery items. So I'm just looking to have a fun collection that will be, you know, appealing to to pretty much anybody. Well, cool. So... Sounds like we're going to have an amazing lineup of vendors at the Mustard Seed Market. But in addition to shopping, as I mentioned earlier, it's not just shopping that's happening at the market. In addition to all of the amazing food vendors that are going to be there, so there's going to be indoor food vendors. There's also going to be outdoor. There's going to be kind of like a food truck alley, if you will, with a bunch of different food trucks that are going to be there. But Sarah, you've talked a lot about wanting people to have an experience at the market. So what are some of the experiences that you and Daniel have created for people to take advantage (laughs) of There's a lot of experiences that are coming. Um, So from the time you walk in the market as a customer to walking all the way, you know, around the market and from barn to barn, you're going to have aesthetically pleasing things to the eye. So from the grand entrance that you walk through, we're creating this like greenhouse garden, secret garden feel. Um, So when you first walk in, we'll have this big greenhouse that's set up with all kinds of flowers and bouquets. And then we have a big grain truck that's coming that's going to have decked out with all kinds of stuff. We have a lot of balloon, a lot of marquee signs, a lot of just pretty things um, to take pictures in front of and just make you feel like spring is it's here. Spring. <laughs> spring yeah. is here and you're in this like amazing like garden. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. We have this vision of like this greenhouse garden, like I said, secret garden type feel. Um, so we really wanted to, from the time you walk in to the time you walk out, you see something different, experience something different. Um, so not only do we have all the... Pl- pretty things that you'll see, 
but we are also having a, what we are going to be calling the Little Seedlings Market, mini market, which is like this kiddo area at the market um, where we'll have a petting zoo, we'll have a mobile Build-A-Bear that's coming, face painter, um, a build your own cookie kit, like all kinds of cotton candy could be there, like all kinds of things. And tell happening. me about the one thing I'm really excited about. Oh yeah. Okay. So within that kind of kid zone, we're also on Saturday having the, what we're calling the little sips tea party. Yes. So mamas, bring your girls, bring your sons, bring your grandmas, whoever it is that you want to attend this, um, tea party. Uh, you'll come into the tea party. We have all the fun, boas and pearls and hats and little tutus and all the things that you can get dressed up in. Um, And we're going to have this fabulous, amazing, huge, like six foot spread uh, charcuterie station that's being made by Max, who's a little bakery in uh, Blanchester. They're helping us in that aspect. Um, And we're going to have this super cute wall that you can take your picture yeah. in front of. And, um, and you get to walk through and she has uh, put together this collection of all these little vintage teacups. Yeah. So like you're not just like walking through and getting like tea in your styrofoam cup. Like you really get to have like this little tea party yeah. experience. So, so I'm cute. looking forward to it. My daughter, <laughs> Everly, well, I'm going to be working all weekend, but I have my sister on deck to bring my daughter up. So I'm really excited for I'm going to go with her too. I'm, we're going to be in there. So <laughs> I get to experience it with her too. But so it's just really cool. Like, so yeah. it's really wanted to be family friendly experience. So in addition to like the, the, the children's activities that you have going on, you guys have everything that's happening indoors. There's VIP parking available, i.e. you won't have to walk super far if you want to take advantage of that. Like customer amenities that we have are, um, there's going to be handicap parking, which is really close. Like Marissa was saying, we'll have a VIP alley um, that customers can park in. That's all listed on the website at rusticgrains.com where you get your tickets. We wanted to make it convenient um, with the space setup that we have at the fairgrounds. We just wanted to make it a user-friendly fun event that like you just want to stay all day and just shop and continue to shop and eat more and shop more. Yeah, so it's happening on Friday and Saturday. The Little Sips Tea Party is happening on Saturday. From um, 11 to 2. From 11 to 2. And so you can buy like an extra little add-on ticket. Um, So you buy your regular tickets in the market and the Little Sips Tea Party is just what, Sarah? Uh, So Little Sips, adults are $10, four and under are free, and then that age gap is five. Thank you. Yeah. So they're, but so just adding on these little things. And then there's stuff that's obviously going to be free for the kids to do, like the petting zoo and the face painting and all of that fun stuff. In addition to Saturday on Friday night, tell us about what's going on on Friday night. So Friday night is you're most excited about the tea party. I'm most excited (laughs) about the ladies night. So Friday night, we are having a ladies experience. We're calling it the Sunset Ladies Experience. Um, Tickets are $5 on the website. Um, So they're discounted, guys, just to call that out. $5. Uh, Make sure you get your VIP parking if you're coming to ladies night because it's going to be busy. Um, And ladies night is from 5 to 8 on Friday night. And we have all kinds of fun things lined up, such as a a little tattoo bar where you can get little floral tattoos placed. Um, We're going to have a local juicery, organic crush juicery that you're going to get free drinks at. Every lady that enters that night will get a chocolate dipped waffle cone filled with berries and whipped cream on the top. Like mm-hmm. all kinds of fun things. We're going to have Don't tell some, us. Don't tell more. Don't, don't, tell, don't live, give it all Live away. acoustic music, velvet furniture, rugs, all the things. <laughs> so bring your girls uh, to Ladies Night on Friday night. And 
So like come both days, you know, like come Friday night with your girls and then come back on Saturday and bring your kiddos. And honestly, I mean, just the experience that she's talking about, like, I'm, I'm just so excited to, to see it and be a part of it, honestly. So we're excited to have you. We're excited to have all of our vendors. We're so honored that our vendors have chosen to put this market in their schedule because there are a lot of markets in the Cincinnati area. And this being on the east side, um, a lot of our vendors have told us, like, they don't have east side customers because we're the only market that's going to be present on the east side. So they really want to capture that east side customer base that they are lacking right now. Yeah. I was going to mention something about that because I grew up on the east side. I actually grew up in New Richmond. So, you know, coming from that area, I know there's not there's not a lot of, of any things that go on like this. So it'll be such a great opportunity for something to come to the east side and them to get the experience of, of all the different vendors and things like that. Yeah. To expand your base. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, guys, this has been awesome. I am really excited for the mustard seed market. I am, uh, I just, I feel blessed that I get to be a part of it. I hope that our listeners are just as excited about the all new mustard seed market that um, we're all going to be at this spring. Um, And we like to end each of our podcasts uh, with just a quick question um, about mama's motherhood. Um, And today I just wanted to ask um, any of you, all of you, if you want to answer, Um, what's one word of advice that you've gotten from your mother or a mother figure in your life that has helped to shape uh, your outlook and and how you operate? I can start. Um, I mean, and Amber knows my mom. She's just a very strong woman, like very strong-willed. And so I would just say she's always supported me and made me know and believe that I can do anything. Um, And I'll just tell a quick little story. So I did the trade pop-up market with Amber And the idea had come up and I just mentioned it to my mom and she went out that day and she bought me a square set up and said, you're doing it. Wow. So, you know, she's just, she's fully supportive and she believes in me. And, and so that's really, I feel like that has really shaped me into being the person and business owner that I am today. So. Yeah, yeah, my mom is the exact same way. Um, <laughs> she stayed up all night with me making cotton candy when Aww. I lived at her house. Um, but kind of like what she's taught me is to, I actually have always gone by this, but like fake it till you make it. Like we didn't grow up with a lot. She was a single mother most of my life. And I had no clue we struggled so bad because she just kind of was like, oh no, this is, it's all good. And I literally had no clue until I was older. So I kind of do the same thing. And I'm like, you know, even if I'm stressed out, staying up all night doing orders. I'm just like, no, this is great. You know, you know, from the outside, everyone sees that and it just keeps pushing forward. And that's how I kind of move on up. So, (laughs) yeah. And I kind of place like both of, with both of yours, um, you know, like if you, I, she, she's never really put it into a phrase per se, but more of the motto of like, just do it. You know, like life's always going to be busy. Things are always going to be going on. You're never going to have the time. You know, it's like having babies. Like you're never going to have the time to have another baby. You're never going to have the time to do X, Y, Z. So just do it. Like you might as well do it. There's never a perfect time. You might as well just do it now. And that was one thing whenever I presented the market opportunity, you know, that we were thinking about doing this. She stood behind us 100%, you know, like your life is crazy. You're pregnant. You are doing this, 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 and this, but just do it. You know, it's the perfect time. Make it the perfect time. 
So Aww, I love all three of those pieces of advice. You will meet my mom if you come to any yeah. markets where I'm yeah. at. She'll be always my right hand woman. I love it. I love it. Well, I really appreciate you guys uh, coming in to share um, just your passion with us. Um, I hope that everyone comes to see uh, these little mamas at the all new mustard seed market. Um, so, Sarah, real quick, tell us how to get tickets. Where can we find information about the market? So, the best place to find information is is going to be at rusticgrains.com or you can visit our social media. So over on Instagram or on Facebook, tickets are all at rusticgrains.com as well. There's a um, mustard seed market tab you can go to that gives the drop down of all the details of all the things we're offering that weekend and prices and how to add to cart. Yep. You can also just, I think you can just Google it too, because I yep. believe that the tickets are on Eventbrite. So you should be able to find it pretty easily. And so Amber, how do we find uh, Queen City Cotton Candy? Tell us how people can find you. Yeah, you can find us on Instagram or Facebook um, at Queen City Cotton Candy, queencitycottoncandy.com. Mm-hmm. And April 15th, we'll be opening our um, trade location at Newport on the Levee. Sweet. It'll be open seven days a week. Wow. Yeah. And um, you can't get cotton candy cones there because we're not doing that, but we will be having like prepackaged stuff and a bunch of like cute, colorful, um, kind of souvenir type things. So um, yeah, we'll be there for three months starting out, maybe longer. We'll see. Awesome. And how do we shop Annabelle Arthur? Okay. So you can shop Annabelle Arthur online at um, AnnabelleArthur.com and then also Instagram and Facebook. So Instagram's at Annabelle Arthur Boutique and then Facebook is Annabelle Arthur Boutique. So... And of course, you can uh, see and meet and um, experience these businesses for yourself at the all-new Mustard Seed Market at the end of April. It's happening April 29th and 30th. And of course, you can check out all of their stories uh, in our very first edition of Midwest Mama Magazine. Uh, It was released a couple of months ago, and you can always access our digital edition at MidwestOHMama.com. All right, listeners, we're looking forward to coming back at you with another new podcast soon. Until we chat again, get it, Mama.